The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Are we on the air? You're listening to WJMSRadio.com. Jam. This chick is a sick individual. You're tuned in to Sound Off with your girl Jams right here on WJMSRadio.com. There is no competition. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sound Off right here on WJMS Radio. This is your girl, Jams. Long time no see. It has been a minute, has it not? Uh, I don't even know when the last time was that I did a live show with you guys. Uh, it's been it's been quite a while. Needless to say, I've had a lot of things going on. Your girl got married <laughs> recently. Uh, like, just, just madness. Work has been crazy. Uh, you know, family has moved down here. So everything has been just nuts. Um, and it's, you know, not slowing down anytime soon, to be honest with you. But either way, I'm excited to be here. Welcome to Sound Off. Your girl jams, of course, WJMS Radio. We are broadcasting live on Facebook. We are also streaming live on our TuneIn app. So if you're listening via the radio station, we appreciate you. Uh, make sure that you go ahead and download TuneIn if you haven't already. Add WJMS as a favorite. And while you're at it, go ahead and add us as a favorite or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Uh, we will gladly return the favor. We don't unfollow. We're not one of those people that follow and unfollow. Um, you know, we keep those that engage with us on our page. So I am happy to be here. I have a very, very special guest for you guys. Um, this is something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I used to be somebody who did this when I was younger, and I still have a little bit of a passion for it. I just don't do it nearly as often as I should or want to. But today's conversation is going to be all about roller skating. And for those folks that listen to the radio or pay any attention to social media and things like that, roller skating's on a little bit of a come up, a little bit of a, uh, a resurgence, if you will. And I'm really excited to see it. You know, I'm, I'm definitely one of those old school people at heart that loves it. So my special guest for today is Andre Villabrera. He's a professional freestyle roller skater. Uh, he's been roller skating for nine years, and he's just started teaching other people how to roller skate, too. And his goal is to raise the bar for roller skating and to make it look cool again. So very easy bar because roller skating is already cool, in my opinion. Maybe I'm biased, but welcome to the show. <laughs> nonetheless, I'm glad to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So I gave everyone a little bit of a brief bio on what you're doing currently, but why don't you give them a little bit more background on who you are as a person and sort of where you got your start? Okay, so we can start with the beginning. I started roller skating when I was around 13, 14 years old. My mom used to roller skate. And so the neighborhood we lived in, the old um, skating rink empire was mm -hmm. maybe six blocks down. So she was like, why don't you guys go skating at empire? She told me and my friend this. We were like, okay. We went for like one session and then we were hooked. Like, we would go back all the time whenever we got a chance. And then eventually we got our own skates and we would practice in the basement. Then we would skate in the street. And that eventually we start skating around Brooklyn, up and down hills. And I kept skating from then until I was about 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I found, I got, I decided to pick up riding BMX bikes. And oh, wow. I did that for about five years. And then after then, I came back to roller skating. Like a friend of mine in college, we found out that we, we actually kind of knew each other through his dad. Because like his dad would go roller skating, I would see him. And then found out that he roller skates. So we're like, let's go skating. And then I was... When I came back to it, I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to actually do moves and tricks as opposed to just speed skating around a circle because I got bored of that, to be honest. Yeah. And um, there was a time where we went, to, we went to a skate meet. It was for like the breast cancer awareness. 
And I just remember being there that night and seeing all these guys in the middle just showing off, skating in the middle, doing all these fancy spins and just going at it. And I'm like, damn, I want to be like that. Because every time I would think about trying to go in there, but I was like, I don't know what to do. I have nothing. So ever since then, I was inspired to just, you know what, put my head down, pick one move, learn it, and then just move on. And I would just constantly drill to my moves all the time. Like my friend now likes to make fun of me because when he first met me at our local rink, I would always be in the corner with my head down just practicing. Yeah. And he'll be like, come on, man, you got to look up, look up and skate. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, man, everyone's watching me. And I was like, oh, shoot. And then <laughs> as I got better and better, more and more people kept telling me how good I am. And I'm pretty, I can be pretty hard on myself. Like I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So if the spin doesn't come out right, or if I can't link the two moves together and it doesn't look as good as I want it to, then I'll keep practicing it. But some people will be like, oh, that was great. I'm like, nah, it was, it was awkward. I mean, it was bent 90 degrees, almost fell. Has to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and you just brought up a whole bunch of things that I want to dive into. You know, number one, skating in the streets of New York is super dangerous and you got to be super brave to do that. But I mean, when you're doing your when you're skating and when you're trying to piece these things together, I mean, is there somebody that you're that you've watched do these things or is it like moves that you've created yourself? Are they like set like set moves like there's like standard industry skating moves or something like that? Well, that's where I'm a bit of a bind these days because there's actually some moves that are, they are set. Like there are some skate moves that are borrowed from ice skating. Mm-hmm. And then there are certain moves that they don't have a set standard. It's mostly just something that roller skaters invented. And then there's other moves that just blatantly don't have any names. And it's hard to really put into words what to call them. Like one of my goals is to just, I want to give every roller skate move a name. That way it can be somewhat like roller, not roller skating, like skateboarding or ice skating. Yeah. And where like every move has a name. So no matter where you're from in the world, you know exactly what the move looks like. Got you. And, and I mean, there's, name. there's, there's some names for stuff. Like I saw you were on your Instagram cause I, I watch your Instagram videos and whatnot. I saw you, you are doing mm-hmm. that, you know, like you put like hurricane kick, I think is the latest video you put out or something like that. Like all kinds yes. of stuff or hurricane spin, I think it was, but yeah. Yeah. There's um, some moves already have names and then others, I kind of have to do a little digging. Like the next tutorial I have in mind is the, the scratch spin, which is a one foot, it's a one foot spin, but it's just a positioning of the feet. So it's almost like two tutorials in one, how to spin on one foot, but also how to teach the scratch spin. Cause it's just a matter of where you position your balance leg during the spin. Mm-hmm. So that type of move is something that we borrowed from ice skating. Yeah. Whereas the hurricane kick, it's a, that's a roller skate move where you most likely will only see roller skaters do it. So let me ask you this. So, I mean, obviously you quad skate and that's, that's where my heart is. I love quad skating. Have you ever done inline skating or do you not like it? What's your, what's your thoughts on inline skating? I never tried inline skating. I don't like it. I think I put my foot in a pair of inlines maybe once. It's weird but... because it's it tilts your your feet inward. You know what I mean? Like on quad skates, yeah. you're you're flat foot. You know what I mean? Like you have all your weight firmly on all four to on all four wheels. On inline skating, you're like you're it's it's leaning. You know. So for me, I never I was never really a fan of inline skating, even though like you know they talk about how it's it's not better, but they something it's some kind of like. I forget, but in any case, I I prefer quad skating no matter what. Like, and I think it just look, I think it looks cooler. I don't really care what anyone else has to say. It's <laughs> yeah. Cooler than inline skates. I I like I appreciate most sports. I like um I like seeing really good inline skaters. Yeah. Like I know in South America, there's a huge inline skating community where they just meet up. Even in New York, I think today they're having a meetup where they'll 
get together in Manhattan and then skate around and just it'll be like 30 people deep just all on inline skates going it's better for like if you're going for distance yeah it's more comfortable for street skating that's what I was thinking. And then my other thing is I feel like inline skating is more like, you know, obviously skating, roller skating, ice skating are similar, but I feel like mm-hmm. inline skating is more like closer related to ice skating than quad skating. It just feels like that because of the way your foot is positioned in an ice skate, it's the same as in an inline skate. So I just feel like those two mm-hmm. are more sort of suited to be more like each other. Whereas quad skating is like its own cool little art form by itself, you know? So that's, that's kind of my thought process on it. But I always want to ask folks like what they think about it. Cause there's people who have like real strong feelings about inline skating versus quad skating. And I just wanted to see what you thought about it. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of people I follow on Instagram and I'll see them. They'll, it's funny. Cause sometimes they'll be on quad skates doing like artistic roller skating. Yeah. And then, there's actually a special plate that the company Rollline makes that mimics an ice skating blade where it's almost like an inline roller skate, but I think it's three wheels in line. And the way it's positioned is that the wheels are underneath the boots, so you don't get that long feeling. They'll still do the same figure skate moves on those type of skates. Hmm. So it's always cool watching how they just bounce from different type of skates to do the same move. That is kind of cool. So your Instagram handle is Anvil Skates. What is the significance of that? Is that like a brand of skate? Is it, you know, like a business? Is it a career? Like what's the significance of the name? So, all right. So the, my name is Andre Villabera. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking of the name, I had a, I'm not very good with like choosing names. So after like a couple hours of trying to figure something out, I just decided to take the initials of my first name, the first three initials, A-N-D, and then the first three initials of my last name, V-I-L, and just tagged the word skates, S-K-8-S, to it. And I looked at it for about two minutes. I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> yep. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I was like, I thought there was like some kind of crazy deep meeting. I was like, maybe it's like a brand of roller skates that's like his favorite or something. Like, I don't know. It's I didn't even think of it until you were starting to explain. I was like, oh yeah, that's his first and last name. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume you probably have several pairs of roller skates. What was your first pair of roller skates? What did it look like? How long did you have it? Did you literally skate till the wheels fell off? Like, <laughs> what was that like for you? All right, so like I did. <laughs> to, ask the first, to answer the first question, my first, well, currently I only have two pairs of skates. Um, one of which is my, one of which, the, it's a boot I, I had that I broke the plate, but a friend of mine, she painted it. So it looks cool. I just have to change the plate, but because she painted it, I always feel a little guilty skating outside with it or anywhere with it because I get to, I can be pretty aggressive with the skates. And if I wish I had my skates with me now, I'd show you all the scuff marks I got on them. So I'm always worried. I'm like, I don't want to skate with these because I don't want to mess up the paint job. And um, my current pair of skates is the only one I use right now. So it's mostly just one pair of skates. Um, When I first started skating, I had Chicago skates that I bought from Models. Yep. (laughs) Those cheap skates, I would tear through those because the boot is so soft, but the plate is like steel, which is a crazy combination because you have all the flexing and wearing from all the side to side motion and bending. But then the plate is so sturdy that what what end up happening is that the boot would rip from the plate like at the seams. That sounds dangerous. So, <laughs> like, yeah, there's a couple of times where the screws came out and like the plate was dangling. Um, yeah. I did break a couple wheels outdoor skating. Like I didn't even know some wheels, like the Chicago wheels, they were kind of hollow on the inside. I always thought it was solid, but it's just a way to design the wheel, I guess, to make it lighter and cheaper. 
but I cracked a couple wheels. I had my mom's skates for a bit, so I was skating with white skates and pink wheels, and then I <laughs> broke those wheels, and then um, I ended up having to replace my mom's skates. I got better ones, the Ride Dell, I think there's the Boost 111s. Oh man, that skate was that skate lasted me a long while. A bit longer than it should have because after a while the front started wearing down and then again I the plate came off the um the boot. I'm such an aggressive skater sometimes. That's kind of crazy. So I had to re-drill. I changed the plate out, but after a while it was just time to retire them. And so after that I got the Rydell 220 Retro, I believe. And I got lucky with because I called the skate shop Five Strides looking around for that skate. Mm-hmm. And they actually had it set up and mounted, but it was a size 10. And so I was like, you know what? Instead of, I'm, I was getting impatient. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go try it out. I put my foot in. It fit perfectly, even though it's just, I wear size nine shoes. It was fine. And I used that for a number of years. And then after that, it was the Rydell Tribute 336 boot. I put that boot to work. I wanted it to get, I wanted it reinforced, but the technician I ordered it from, I think he forgot to reinforce it or whatever they reinforced it, it wasn't enough. So that only lasted me a year. Then I got my, I probably enjoy my 3200 boot, which this time I ordered myself and customized. So I made mm-hmm. sure to reinforce it. So that was comparable to like an ice boot, which I use for roller skating. Like I was just getting ready to say, it's kind of funny because you were talking about Chicago skates and how, you know, they're not always great quality. The I have a pair of Chicago skates. I think I do. They're the black, like the plain black ones. I got the like mm-hmm. low, the low top plain black ones <laughs> with the black wheels and all that. And for me, that was exciting. I'm like, these are really cool. And I, these are the skates I still continue to use to this day. Now, mind you, I'm not you. I probably, you probably skate a lot. <laughs> I don't skate a whole lot. So mine have lasted me quite a while. And I don't do any crazy tricks. Like I do, when I was younger, I was a speed skater. Like when my, my brother was on the team or whatever, but I was like, just like an honorary team member because I was a little sister. So like I would, I used to, you know, he used to be like in line with them doing the whole, like, you know, they're in formation and, and like, you know, like Bob sledding their way around the rink. I didn't used to do all of that, but I used to skate very fast right behind them and try to get like, stay right behind them doing my thing. Uh-huh. So I do still skate pretty fast. So like when I go to skating rinks, I am, I'm usually outside, you know, skating real quick <laughs> on the outside ring, but like, I'm afraid of falling. That's the thing. I'm really afraid. And like, I want to ask you about that too, but I'm really afraid of falling. So I try, I don't like to do too many crazy tricks. I can skate backwards, but I'm like, I'm a, I'm a shaky turnaround. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're skating forward, like you, you can uh-huh. skate forward and flip right backwards and be fine. I'm like terrified of tripping up and falling. So like I'll skate forward and I'll like slow myself down a little bit. And it's just real, it's real <laughs> chunky the way I turn around, but I can still spin myself around and skate backwards. I can skate fast around. Um, you know, I don't fall very often. I'm, I'm really quick on my feet. Like I, I, I don't know how or why, but I'm just very quick with it. So like I skate in and out of people and like I drive, I skate like I drive. It's very dangerous. <laughs> if you've seen me drive, it's super dangerous. You'd be like, oh God, I'm not getting anywhere near a skating rink with this girl. If that's how she skates. But I do skate like I drive. I weave in and out of people. If I see somebody falling, like, I mean, and you probably do the same thing. When you're skating in a crowd, you're panning the crowd to see who's wobbly, who's shaky, who's making, you know, who's going where. It's it's an art. Like, you got to navigate, like, all the people who are in the rink. And so I have a really good time skating, but I'm just, I'm terrified of falling. So for you, what has been your worst fall? And how did you get over the fear of falling, if you ever had it? Um, I, I Before I answer that, I just have to say, you sound exactly like my childhood friend. You'll be like, I drive like a skate, Andre. I, trust, I don't know why. I just do. I'm always in and out of people going yeah. at it. I'm like, man, you skate too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we used to do. We just go fast, just in a line with like two, three people. One of my favorite things to do when I was younger, if it was a crowded session, 
I don't know why. I guess it was just this sense of adrenaline and just skating on the edge. Mm-hmm. But just going super fast, following behind someone, or just even by yourself, just diving in and out of the crowd, quickly yep. spinning around people and just putting yourself in situations where, like, you just have enough time to make the gap. Yep. However, if you just slow down and go slightly to the left, it's a much safer option. But why go with the Where's safer the option? That's not what I'm here for. Yeah, I'm here exactly. to scare somebody, have some fun, and then um, yep. hopefully not get banned for reckless skating. <laughs> oh, do they do that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, they do. Because during a kid's, kid's, like, kid's session, it's always like a headache because everyone's everywhere. So yeah. they try not to, well, they used to encourage people to not skate too widely outside the rink. It's like, go, you have to be in the middle if you want to do all the dancing and turning. Yeah. But on the outside, it's like everyone's trying to not die. So for someone to go by <laughs> super quickly, and you can always just, I've had those experiences, maybe you have too, where you just skate by a beginner and just the mere presence of you passing by is enough to make them scream and hit the oh floor. Oh my God. I love it. I get such a kick out of that. Like, and I like, I'll pass by them on one leg. Like I'll lift my one leg up, like to make sure I don't collide with their skate. I'm, I'm obnoxious, but I love that. I do love that. You're right. <laughs> okay. So my worst fall, uh, man, let's see my worst fall. Like, have you broken a bone when you've fallen or sprained something? Anything crazy like that? Okay. So, my worst injury was um, last year or maybe earlier this year. Mm -hmm. I was doing a move. I was basically doing a backward shoot the duck. And uh, my thought process was I'm going to pull my leg in, turn around while I'm still squatting down low. And then I'm going to go into a split. So I pulled my leg in, turn around, and then I was going for the split. And I had my right leg extended outwards. However, I didn't account for like when I went to shift my weight to get into that position, just how much load was going to be on my right hamstring at, the, at that time. So when I turned around and tried to pop into that position, all my weight went onto that hamstring and I pulled a muscle. Luckily for me, when I was doing that, the, end, the exit for the rink was right by me. So as soon as I turned around, I was already on the floor. <laughs> and I felt that pull. And I was like, oh, hell. I just, I was like, I, I just knew something was, was wrong. So I hit the floor, turned around. I got up nonchalantly and just casually skated off the floor and sat down and held my thigh. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I had such a cool, cool, uh, I stayed so calmly and cool about it that one of the skaters I know, she came by and she was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I kind of just pulled a muscle. So I don't know. I think I'm done for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so after like two weeks of trying to, I was just like slowly taking it easy. My hamstring finally healed and now it's back to working order. So I think that was the worst one yet. I never broken anything or twisted anything. Some of the worst falls I've had generally involve when I'm on one foot. Mm-hmm. And it's usually an 80% chance of happening when I'm on two wheels. Like either doing a hurricane kick and I kick too high and I fall backwards or I'm experimenting with a new, with a different position for a one foot toe spin. And I'm just off balance and I fall. Um, those usually look worse than it actually is. I guess because I'm used to like falling. Just knowing how to go with the fall. Instead of trying to break the fall, just keep your wrist and hands away. And just, um, it's like how stuntmen just, they just go with it. Yeah. Try not to, I find that like when people fall and they put their hands down, they stiffen up. And if you lock your, if you lock your arm out, I'm trying to show my elbow. If you lock your yeah. elbow out, that's usually when you're likely to break something. Even with your ankles and knees as well. Listen, as, as I don't know about you. Your joints soft. I don't know about you, but I'm 30 plus at this point, 
I can't just be taking no falls all willy nilly now. Like you, you don't bounce back from these falls at thirty. Like you're twenty, you're good. You're like, ah, oh, that hurt a little bit. Thirty, you gotta really think about your life choices when you take these falls. So, I mean, yes. I'm I'm, I'm twenty nine. I'm gonna be thirty next year. So, the most I can say is mark my words. Supplements and stretch. <laughs> listen, listen, I took a fall a while ago out of, uh, I'm not even gonna tell the story because it's embarrassing. I should just tell the story anyway, but I was doing, I was working and I was in the mm-hmm. back of one of my work trucks and the door had closed and I don't know, somehow I'm totally on a tangent right now, but the door closed and I was trying to get it back open again and I'm pushing on the door, pushing on the door. I couldn't get it to open. Well, lo and behold, the door opens and I fell out of the back of this maintenance van, straight on my hands and knees. And when I tell you that I really wanted to just sit there and cry, like I'm a grown woman, I was gonna sit in the parking lot and just cry. I was like, that really hurt. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh okay, my that, God, I need a minute. <laughs> that, that I understand. Like you fell out of the back of a truck. That'll hurt. I mean, falling on skates hurts. Like I've fallen yeah. on skates. You land on your tailbone, you land on your, oh man. I, it, especially I if you land wrong. on the surface. Yeah. Wooden floors are more forgiving. Yeah. I mean, not to sound morbid or crazy or anything, but I personally like skating on paved concrete <laughs> because it's always that risk reward factor. And it's like, if you fall, you only get punished. So it's just that mental motivation to keep me from falling. Yikes. Like, I have to get this right. Otherwise, I'm going to be taking a bit of life out of my wrist. That's terrifying, first of all, but we're not going to go into that. <laughs> so, all right, on every, there's always a flip side to the, uh, to the coin. So, of course, that was your worst fall that you just told us about. What has been your best trick so far? Or, like, what is one trick that you're, like, aspiring, like, you're trying to get? Like, what's that for you? Uh, damn. Let's like, see. the trick that you were like, I cannot believe I just did that. I got to show people. I have to tell people. Like, the one that just made you the most proud. That's such a... It's always a tricky answer for me to, it's always tricky for me to answer that because the way I, what I from what I notice is like hard tricks stop becoming hard the more you do them. Because once you understand where your body needs to be, it's not hard anymore. Yeah. Like I know for beginners spinning on one foot on two wheels, it's like almost terrifying. But for me, it's just like a walk in a park. Is this, that's warm up. Yeah. For me. So it's like as I progress certain moves that um I once saw were as hard become easy. I guess what's I mean, I'm looking at your Instagram page and I'm looking like that's that's an amazing move. Like honestly. (laughs) Damn, I'm trying to be honest about how difficult these moves are. Um You're just that good. <laughs> I won't say I'm just that good. It's just I reached that point where it is they're just they're not hard, they're just friggin' tricky because it's that one thing I need to do, like position my body in the correct manner. Yeah. Okay, so like the last spin I learned and I really like is um a one foot toe spin, but I grab my heel, like I grab my back wheel, I have my hand. I just I'm basically spinning on one foot, but I have I'm holding my skate from behind with one hand. I was really proud of that one. That sounds amazing. Like, that's a good answer. I, I'm, I'm sure the rest of the audience is pretty impressed. Those people who are watching, drop a comment in the uh, chat and let us know if you're impressed. But frankly, for me, I'm skating forward and backwards on all eight of the skates. So doing a spin on two and holding one of my skates sounds totally unreasonable for me. <laughs> um, okay. I just remembered. There is a hard move that I... um that I should be practicing, but I don't. It's, uh, I call it, all right, so essentially what I do is I'll take one skate off and I'll jump over it That's, yeah. without letting my um, foot touch that doesn't have the skate on. I call that the mankind leap because it didn't have a name and I was so happy I called it that. <laughs> and the, I, the origin behind that was thinking about Neil Armstrong and like you get, he did one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind. So I was like, all right, this is the mankind leap, jumping over the skate. So I, pract- I did that a couple of times. I was like, okay, this is good. Then I decided, let me do a 180 jump. I can do that pretty cleanly. Now, the hardest one I find is doing a 360 jump, 
which is basically having close to zero momentum and then jumping over the skate, doing a 360 jump off of one foot and then landing next to the skate close enough to put my foot back in. That I've only landed maybe five times in my life on wooden floors, but on carpet, I've done it maybe 12 times. So that's a hard How does move. that work though? I mean, because don't you need to have your skates laced up a certain bit so that they don't slide off your feet when you're doing tricks? How are you having them loose enough to jump in and out of them without, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's a question I get a lot because I, I have a habit of skating with my uh, skates loose when I'm warming up or if I'm just taking it easy, I won't tie them up, period. It's because the skate is stiff enough and the material inside is grip is grippy. So when I first got my skates, I got them baked. And what that is, is essentially they put the skates in this giant oven for like maybe 15 minutes. And then when they take them out, they're still pretty warm and hot. So you quickly put your foot in and then they'll, the technician will lace this boot up around your foot really tight so it's snug. And as the skates cool down, they mold to your foot better. So I had that done. And also, it's kind of like putting slippers on, like slip-ons, where you can have your whole back foot exposed, but because your the front of your foot is covered, you can still walk with them just fine. So it's almost a similar concept with skates. And um, that is I impressive. usually would just tighten the very front of the skates and just pull the laces tight. And that's about it. Wow. Okay. So how many days or how many hours a day would you say that you spend skating? Is it an everyday thing? Is it a weekend thing? Like how often do you get out there and just skate? Like I just envision you getting off this interview today and then going to put your skates on to go skate. <laughs> like, I actually do have plans on doing that today. I took a week off of skating. So today is my last day. And then I'm going to, I like to take breaks from skating just to give my body some time to adjust. Yeah. And um, let's see, I usually skate, I'd say sometimes, on average, three times a week. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Friday. And then maybe Saturday or Sunday. And when I do go out to skate, it's usually for at least three hours, sometimes four. So when you're out there and you're, you're skating and stuff like that, how much of that is, is you creating tutorials for teaching and how much of it is you just skating for either enjoyment or trying to master a trick? So when I, I don't want to make it too complex, but all right. So in regards to making tutorials, if there's a couple of parks around my job and usually on my way home, I'll just take my skates and my tripod and I'll just record what I need really quickly. And that's usually just an hour of just recording, nothing mm -hmm. too serious. And um, when I do go skating, sometimes I'll spend maybe 30 minutes recording for my next tutorial. But then majority of time is just practicing a trick to master it. Other times it's just taking a break or just freestyling to see what I come up with. I like freestyling a lot at the rinks because usually, that's usually the moments where you're just skating and then you wind up doing a move or a pattern that you never really thought of, but it just came out so well yeah. that now you just have to make it your own and keep doing it. So who do you skate with? Are you like a solo skater or do you, because I know that you're not, I think that there's someone filming your tutorials for you. So who, who's your crew? Like who are the people that you skate with and who are the people that you, you know, create these tutorials with? So most of the tutorials I create, it's usually just me and a tripod and my oh, cell okay. phone. Uh, there are some times where I do need help. And it's usually my friends that I meet at the rink. The people I skate with, we have a skate group, Skate Mafia High Rollers. <laughs> and it's usually the three of us. But one of them, he's usually like um, busy with work. So he comes out every every now and then we'll see him randomly and the other guy he lives i found out he lives like four blocks away from me so 
I'll usually go pick him up and we'll go to the park together and we'll meet up and skate a lot. But at the rinks, I, when we actually are there, I usually just skate by myself. Okay. Just practicing in my corner. And then when I get either frustrated, tired, or um, I just need a break from practicing, I'll go off and skate with other people or help someone do a new move. Yeah. And so for you, is skating something that you would want to do as a career or is this more just a passion that you're really, that you love? You know, is this, if someone would pay you a salary to skate 40 hours a week, would that be something that interests you or do you think you would lose your love for it? I wouldn't mind making it a career because there's still a lot that I would like to do and um, a lot of moves I would really want to learn. So I, would, I wouldn't mind making it a career. That makes sense. So now we get into some of the funner questions. <laughs> Not that these haven't already been fun, but what is your favorite place to skate? Like I've, I, so personally I've been to Cascades in Atlanta and that for me was like, like the quintessential. I was like, oh man. And, and not only did I go to Cascades, I skated in the inner lane with the fast people. Oh, was it the inner lane? Outer the lane. Outer lane? I think the outer lane, which was, which I find mm -hmm. very dangerous by the way, because it's like all the slow people are trying to cut through the fast lane to get <laughs> to the, the slow area. And it's just crazy, I just, but I, I enjoyed the hell out of Cascade. I'm not even gonna lie. I felt like it was like skating at the Taj Mahal for me. I was like, this is, this is it, this is dope. You know, so what about you? What's your favorite place to skate or what are some of your favorite skate rinks that you've been to in your career so far? Let's see. I usually skate at a place called Brooklyn Skates, which is a school gym and it's funny you mentioned Cascades because when I went to Cascades, I think last year or the mm -hmm. year before, I found that that wooden floor was very, very similar to Brooklyn Skates. And it was just that kind of really smooth yet slippery floor, yep. that wooden floor. But it's like, it's not perfectly smooth. It's like a little, it has somewhere to it, but it's still great for skating on. Like, I just felt at home on that floor. Yeah. Um, I usually like skating at Brooklyn Skates because for me, I call that the skate dojo <laughs> because it's a school gym. It can get really hot sometimes, which is good yeah. for the wintertime. The summertime, it's like being in a sweatshop. <laughs> and I always like to tell people like this is where you come to hone your craft in the dark because they always have the lights off, which I find annoying because sometimes they have a disco ball in the middle where the lights spin. Yeah. And there have been moments where I've ruined my entire skate session because I just noticed the lights on the floor and that was it. I couldn't unnotice them. They were just <laughs> always, the first thing my eyes lock onto is the floor spinning. So you can imagine spinning and then stopping and then the floor still going. How yeah. funny that looks. But I do like skating there. It can get a little crowded sometimes, but usually if you, when I go earlier before the crowd arrives, I'm usually happy because I get space to practice. And Fridays is usually not too much people. So it's a lot of time for me to practice without hurting anyone. Because I like to, a lot of the moves involves me like putting my leg out or spinning. And sometimes I don't know how I'm going to end up. So I like to be, I like to have room because I don't want to <laughs> knock anyone over. Yeah, absolutely. Well, since you but mentioned room to practice and, and not being crowded, is it it's, it's got to be exciting to see that skating is getting popular again. Is that exciting? Is it exciting for you or is it not? Because like, then that means that the rinks are going to get crowded. And like you just said, it's <laughs> going to be hard to do what you got to do because everybody's here now. So how does that feel? I mean, for me, frankly, I'm like, I can't wait for skating rinks to make a comeback. But, you know, I'm curious what you think about it. I like it. It's more people. How can I put it? It's nice to see new faces coming to skate. Yeah. Like one of my goals has always been to make skating popular, at least for like teenagers, particularly teenage boys. Like, because when skating, like as skating became more popular, I noticed there's a lot more women skating and it's cool and all, but it's just these companies that they market a lot and like the way their skates look, it's very pretty and nice. And so it's kind of geared towards women's skating, but not so much guys, yeah. But um, it's it's still nice. There's there's a couple of 
of fresh new faces that I see that I always tease them about like they need to hurry up and get better before I get older <laughs> so I can beat them in the middle. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, we got uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars and their song Skate to thank for that, I think kind of like helping to boost some of the uh, popularity of skate again i'm like oh that's exciting like yes um yeah so we've covered the excitement of it coming back we've covered your favorite places to skate what's your favorite music to skate to like what are you what's what's playing in your earbuds if you're listening to music in your headphones while you're skating um i usually like skating to to hip-hop some r&b i like listening to um deep house music that usually I like mellow songs I'm not a fast skater mm-hmm. so like I can skate to a faster song but the tempo is so quick that I feel like I'm fighting to catch up to the music I know a couple other skaters that just they just love that upbeat fast music and they just go at it I'm just like I can't wait for the hip-hop section to come on or the slow jams just <laughs> I need to wait for that <laughs> <laughs> There's certain songs that I still hear to this day from when I was a kid and I used to skate with my older brother and stuff like that. There are still at, at uh, Skate Town back in Brockton, Massachusetts. Shout out to Skate Town. Um, all my people listening from Massachusetts are probably like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there's still some songs that I hear to this day that still make me want to put my skates on and be like, yo, I'm about to go skate as fast as I can in a circle, like for no reason, just because I hear the yes. song. Um, I can't think of what they are, but if I heard them, I'd be like, this is one, this is one. Soul for real, every little thing I do is definitely a skate song for me. Um, what is it? What is that? It's like I can't even describe it. But when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely that's that's they play that at skate. They used to play it at skate town every single day. It was like yeah. I'm gonna find yeah, I'm gonna figure some out. Some skate it songs are classics that just you yeah. always hear. It's like a rock song, but it's like <sighs> crap, I don't know. That's going to frustrate me for the rest of the show now, just so you know, but that's oh, fine. Someone's going to hit you up. It was like, girl, I remember that song. I sent it to you right now. Yeah, it's like Derube or something like that, or I can't remember what the heck it's called, but it's like some fast-paced rock song. I'm going to find it. I am definitely going to find it. That's going to be something I look at right now. But um, yeah, it, for me, and I mean, I like skating to R&B songs too. Like I've been into this, like this chill hop and like lo-fi hip hop kind of groove for a while. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that would probably be the kind of music that I would probably vibe out and skate to if I was going to do some roller skating. So I'm, I'm with you a little bit on that, but I could definitely get down on the hip hop too. But yeah, some of the other stuff, like the pop, I don't want to skate to pop music. Like it makes me pop feel like music a is, is a challenge to skate to. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're right. Cause it, it does make you feel like you're, you're competing with, with the music. Like you're trying to stay on beat to the music subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so if it's a super fast paced song, then you're like just super speeding up throughout the ring. So I found it. It's called Sandstorm. by <laughs> that's, the, that's the song. Like that is a skate song. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know that song. It's I'm see if I very play. popular. And it's, I'm like, I don't know if I can, that I is, wish I could play is, on the Yeah, skate. that is a speed skater's anthem I can see. You are a true speed skater. No <laughs> doubt true. about it. It's like so Sandstorm by Darude. Yeah. This song, here we go. I don't know if anybody can even hear this right now, but <laughs> I'm going to try my best. Let me put it to my microphone or something. <laughs> I actually have that song on my phone. Yeah, this one. <laughs> And that would be, that was a song that they would play, and they would we would skate very fast to that song. And so now to this day, whenever I hear it, I just I'm like I gotta go skate fast. I have to skate fast. Like <laughs> it's like I'm like conditioned now to like to hear that song and go skate in it or skate skate to it. It's weird. Anyway, I digress. Um, so that being said, I want to talk a little bit about your teaching. So for your tutorials, is there a certain type of of I guess, uh, like standard skate moves that you're trying to teach people or is it just stuff that you you prefer and stuff like that? Like, how do you figure out what it is that you want to teach people? No, I'm drawing a blank here. So <laughs> basically, one of the first tutorials I made was a tutorial on how to, um, how to do the sit spin, which after I learned it, I was like, there was no tutorial in YouTube teaching the skate move. So I was like, you know what? Instead of this, because I kind of struggled to learn that move because there was no real advice. And where, so when I used, when I first started skating, the place that I skate at, they didn't have a lot of good skaters around like that. 
because I didn't have a car to go to the actual rinks out there. So mm. the local rinks didn't have like the best ones. So I had to learn a lot through videos and stuff like that. And the sit spin was one move I couldn't learn through a video because of how the mechanics of it works. So I was like, after I learned it, it took me two months. And then by the end of the year, I was very competent doing it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a tutorial so that somewhere out there, I know there's another skater out there like me by himself yeah. or herself, and they want to learn more advanced moves. So I made a tutorial on how to do that. And that was the first one. Then I, the second one was three tips on how to get better as a skater. And then I had started putting together a video on how to spin. And then I stopped making videos for some, for some time. And I don't know why, something sparked in my head that I should just make tutorials again. I think it may have something to do with the influx of beginner skaters and everyone keep asking me how to do certain things. Yeah. And it's like, is this all the positive reinforcement I got from, sorry, I just don't know where to put this camera right now. <laughs> Hold it right. There we go. <laughs> there you go. So it was just all that positive reinforcement because there were people that they had struggled with. I coached them on what to do and how to get it. And sure enough, they were struggling and they were in like two minutes. And it became this thing where I would have a stopwatch. And I would, without them knowing, and as, as soon as I started teaching, teaching. Uh, it's not that hard. You can do it. So eventually I was like, you know what? Let me make another tutorial. So I redid my how to spin tutorial. And then I decided to redo my how to sit spin tutorial. And since then, everyone loved it. And I was like, man, I guess I got to do more. Especially <laughs> since... Whenever I went on YouTube to look up skate tutorials, there's so much crazy like tutorials and transition tutorials from like turning forwards to backwards and stuff like that. Those are mostly for like beginners, essentially. I wanted to target more so people who are, say they learn to skate, but they're at home, they don't have a rink per se, but they want to learn harder moves or people who are like in my position where they can't get to a real rink to practice with other really good skaters in person. So I focused on doing the sit spin, uh, spinning videos, like how to one foot toe spin, how to hurricane kick. So I don't really, currently I don't really touch too much on beginner moves mm -hmm. because my target is just, intermediate and advanced moves because no one is really doing that uh, and that's what i want i want everyone to get better skating so they can do those moves so they can be motivated so we have about 10 minutes left in the show i want to i did say i was going to give you an opportunity to talk about some of the other things you do besides skating so i want to give you mm -hmm. a chance now to see if there's anything else that you want to bring up um, on air to talk about either whether you want to promote something or if you have other things coming up on the horizon. But I just wanted to give you this last 10 minutes here to talk about any other last things that you want to go over, but also to give your contact information as well once the show is wrapping. So I am still making YouTube tutorials. Uh, the next one will be, next one is going to be how to one foot spin, which I think I might release it in two weeks because the next video I have coming up is about roller skate maintenance well not maintenance but it's going to be a mini series on roller skate parts because one of the one of my students well students <laughs> i was doing a private lesson sunday and the person i was teaching i was looking at their skates and there was a lot of movement it was very unstable like rocking side to side mm -hmm. like you know when you stand up and your foot wobbles yeah and I was trying to show her how, how to do a one foot, do like one foot pivots going side to side. But because 
her skates were so unstable. She had to keep fighting for the, her ankles had to fight for the balance before even doing the move. So I suggested we tighten it. And so I asked her, why was it so loose? And she told me that someone else had mentioned that it's better to have it loose. And me personally, I've always, when I talk to other people, some people, they have this idea that looser is better, which I disagree with because it's a certain way you should have your skates set up so that if you're standing still, they don't lean in or unless you give pressure to the side, like skateboarders, like a skateboard, if you need a turn, you have to lean either forward or backward so that the trucks bend inwards or outwards to make the tightness of the turn. Roller skates are the same way. So I decided to um, make a series talking about the different aspects of skates from wheels to plates and the boot. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I also do private lessons. So if you guys are in New York, in Brooklyn, or Manhattan or Queens, you guys can hit me up on Instagram at Anvil Skates, and we can go from there. Sounds good. And now, so folks, that's Anvil Skates, A-N-D-V-I-L-S-K-8, the number 8-S, so Anvil mm-hmm. Skates. Um, but yeah, no, this has been an absolute joy. Uh, it makes me want to go and get my skates on right now and just start practicing <laughs> things and, and doing all kinds of stuff. So I can't promise you that I'm not going to do that. I may actually go and just sit in my garage for a few minutes and just do some spins. Um, I got to get over my fear of falling. Like once I get over that fear of like just falling and dying, uh, then I'll probably be great. But until then, <laughs> I will continue to just go forward and backwards very, very securely and be good with that. And I used to be, when I was younger, I was, you know, flexible. I had them young knees. I used to be able to do what's the, the sitting duck or crouching duck, whatever you call it. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be able to do that, you know, put your leg out and, and crouch down on the one knee. Oh, shoot the duck. That, yeah. Yeah. Such I can't do that anymore. <laughs> The way these old knees are set up, uh, I, I ain't got it like that no more. My knees are like, girl, you tried it. You better cut it out. So yeah, I'm going gonna... I'm to I'm get back. I'm going to get better at it. So I think I think this year, too, I may even do a skate party for my birthday on some, like, 12-year-old type stuff. Nice. Yeah. Thinking hey, people about, love skate parties. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I really want to just have a whole bunch of people. Like, I, we might just take a trip to Atlanta and go to Cascades for the night, and we might just have a skate. I might just do a skate party. And then after that, just hang out and, and do whatever. But I'm thinking that might be the move for my birthday this year. So we'll see. Either way, this has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you being uh, flexible with your time. Thank you so much for being with me today. Uh, again, folks, if you want to follow him on social media, he is at Anvil Skates. That's A-N-D-V-I-L-S-K-8, number 8-T-S. Oh, no, just S. Um, but go ahead, follow him. We'll tag him in our social media posts as well so you can. And, of course, you can follow the radio station. We're at WJMS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. I'll be back again with another episode, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Thank you guys for tuning in to the folks that listen on the radio station side, the folks that were commenting and watching on the Facebook side. We appreciate you guys either way. Uh, and until then, stay safe. Next time, I'll uh, I'll see you guys soon. And, Andre, be safe out there on them skates. Don't do any crazy moves. <laughs> I will. I'll hurt. <laughs> <laughs> WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real, you know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.